Okay, some of some of uh, my Talmidim who are Nativ alumni were asking me recently to talk about the status of webcams in halacha. I thought it was an interesting topic. What I mean by the status of webcams in halacha, there are so many different halachas that nowadays that you could go on, uh, on Skype or you can go on any of these pro. I don't want to, I'm not advertising for Skype. Google also has a wonderful program. All these uh, these different programs where you can you can speak to people face to face on uh, over the internet. So to what extent does that save you? Let's say from an issue yichud. Can you avoid an issue of uh, if you're worried about chalavakum? You can avoid an issue with with cameras, or uh, can you even have a dekidushin over a webcam or anything like that? All areas of halacha that could uh, that could theoretically relate to a webcam. So there is a, a very nice article that was written in a new book that came out uh, called Headlines. I think is the name of the book. On uh, the webcam and halacha, in Rabbi Ganak's introduction to the in his haskama to the book, he writes that when Rav Shechter Shlita recently gave a a shear to Mashkichim in the OU about whether they, to what extent they can use webcams. He cited this article. There are a couple of points I would uh, I would uh, take issue with, but I just want to give you the basic overview of what the the uh, the halachic issues are. I think there seem to be three categories of halacha that will each play a different role in terms of uh, will each have a different uh, a different take on how webcam affects it. There are certain halachas that require yidia that you need to know that something happened. And if that's all the halacha requires that you know about an event, it would seem that Skype or something like that would be a reliable way to know that something happened when you see it happen in front of your eyes. But then there are other halachas that aren't just about knowledge, about being aware of the facts of something, but halachas that actually require being present or experiencing something or actually being in the room. It would seem in that sense for halachas like that, which I'll go through, so what, which halachas fit into which category, it would seem that a webcam would not count as being in the room, being present, certainly experiencing something, would seem it would not fit. Then there's a third category of halacha, which is so, somewhere in between. There are certain halachas that require re'iyah, that you need to see something. So it's not that just requiring the knowledge of it happening, because you can know that something happened without seeing it, nor is it something that requires you actually being there, it just requires that you see something. So is seeing something over Skype or over a webcam, is that considered that you actually have re'iyah? So I think that many of these halachas are debatable. I'm just giving you a broad, a broad outline. I think when the halachas would fit in the category of knowing, of knowing that, uh, that, that, uh, that something is happening, uh, for example, would be, I think yichud would fit very nicely into this category. The halacha is by yichud, is that it's not necessary for a person to be in the room. The Gemara says that if you have a Pesach Pesuch, at the end of Mesech's Kiddushin, if you have a Pesach Pesuch, then uh, that too is, is, uh, is going to save you from yichud. Why is it going to save you from yichud? Because someone could come in at any time, and someone could pass by at any time, and see what's going on inside at any time. So it would seem that if a person, let's say, has a drop cam in their house, this could be a very, very big etza for a very common problem. A lot of times when you go back to America and you're in your house, and uh, especially Ben Asmanim, where your parents are working and no one's in the house all day except for you and the housekeeper, so it's a very major issue of, uh, of yichud. So as much as the drop cam or the other, uh, the other technology that people have in their security systems causes an issue for Shabbos, if you don't turn it off for Shabbos, it could be a very significant issue for Shabbos, but in terms of yichud, it could be a very big help. And if you know that your parents could just log on at any time and to see what's going on in the house, see what's doing in the house, and the whole place is camera, the whole place, 
has, uh, has videos. So the Chorah, that would be enough. You don't need the actual presence of another person for, uh, for Yichud. You just need that so the, 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 the Mirtas, the, the fear of uh, being caught, that Chorah would be enough. When it comes to Chol Yisrael, Rav Moshe has a famous tshuva. Rav Moshe brings a raya from a Gemara at the end of the first parak of Masechus Matos, uh, that in terms of, uh, the halacha is clear. A lot of people think that Chol Yisrael is a Chumrah. Chol Yisrael is a halacha. Rav Moshe happens to hold that Chol of companies is also Chol of Yisrael, that Chol of, uh, Chol of that's produced by, by non-Jewish companies that don't have Jewish mashkichim watching the milking of the cow, that's also Chol of Yisrael. Why is that Chol of Yisrael? So Rav Moshe holds, there's no requirement that a Jew has to see the milking of a cow. The halacha is that a Jew needs to know that this, cat, that this milk comes from a cow. And as long as you have that yidiya, as long as you know, you have that knowledge, this milk came from a cow, that's all you need. Rav Moshe holds that FDA regulations are enough to create that sense of yidiya. The fact that they would get fined and shut down and all sorts of terrible things would happen to a company that was caught mixing in chal of chazu together with, uh, with chal of a cow, that would be enough to create a sense of yidiya. In fact, in the very next shuva, someone said to Rav Moshe, someone asked him back, that wait a second, they, they wouldn't be shut down, they'd be fined like $50. It wouldn't be, uh, but he thought still it's enough. He thought that whatever the fine is, it would be devastating enough to the reputation of the company that they uh, that it's a idea that we have uh, that we have a, a clear knowledge of the fact that it's uh, that it's Chol Yisrael. So that is with some Sefer is Cholik and thinks that by Chol Yisrael you need to actually have Re'iach. Some Sefer arguing on a Prichadish thinks you actually have to see it going on by Chol Yisrael. But uh, certainly if you hold like Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe even, may, may go even, uh, even further. Rav Moshe holds that just Yediya alone is, uh, is enough even, uh, even without a webcam. But certainly if you hold like this possibility that the halach is based on Yediya, having a webcam l'chorah would work to, uh, to, be, to make it, to, to make it Chol of Yisrael. Then there's a discussion about shlichus by a get. Allah is that you can't just give a get for a man unless he asks you to give a get for him, unless he makes you a shliach to give a get for him. There are a lot of unfortunate situations where women are left agunos because their husbands are somewhere uh, far away and the husbands aren't interested in coming to do a get. And it would make it a lot easier if we were able to do it with the shlichus of the baal, with the shlichus of the husband. So can you accept shlichus over a video conference? Is that, is that, is that enough? To make a shliach. So the Gemara says in Mesech, the Mesechah's Gitten, the, the Mishnah talks about if you have a man that's in a bar and, uh, and he screams, give a get, anyone who's Shomer Bakoli should give a get, Leishti, should give a get to my wife, whoever hears me, and you can't see the man, you just recognize his voice, you just hear that this, this fellow is telling you to give a get to his wife, that that would be a viable form of shlicha. So apparently, as long as you know that this man is telling you that, uh, that he wants you to be his, uh, his shliach, it would seem that some of the posts can bring that as a raya, that maybe that would be, uh, that would be enough. Other posts are, are of the opinion that no, you have to actually hear his call, you have to hear his voice. But that's that's very difficult to accept because the Gemara talks about what about a cherish, a person who can't uh, who can't speak. He's he's a deaf mute, so he's unable he's unable to speak. So how do you know if he uh, if you should give a get to his wife? So you ask him, should we give a get to your wife? And he does if he does this, then it means yes. If he does this, it means no. Well, wait a second, maybe he has no idea what you're talking about, and he's just doing this because he's being nice and polite. So he just does this whenever you whenever. You, so the Gemara says you have to test him a few times, ask him a few things. Is, is it raining outside? Is the sky blue? Is the grass green? And you see, if he answers, I'll hin hin, I'll love love. If he answers yes to the yes questions and no to the no questions, so you 
see he knows what's going on, so that's good enough. So apparently there's no din that you actually need to hear his voice, you just need to know. So that's the first category, those things that are about knowing. Misa Sabal would be another, another, uh, another uh, halacha that fits into this category, to find out that a husband is dead. So uh, the post can talk about Yitzchuk Chanan has a tshuva about uh, identifying based on the photograph. That, uh, that a husband is, uh, is no longer alive to allow the woman to get remarried. Because apparently all you need is yadiya. you don't need more than yadiya. Then you have certain things that require a presence or a certain experience, the second category. For example, there's a birchsa, there are many brachas that you make when you see something impressive. You make a bracha when you see royalty. If you happen to see a king or, or perhaps a queen, that you would, you would make a bracha. The Allah is that even a blind person would, uh, would make the bracha when they see royalty. The Marsad of Sheshas would say a bracha even though, even though he was blind. But what is it? He never saw. How could it be that, uh, that he would say a bracha? So apparently it's not about seeing. It's about feeling that sense of awe, that sense of, uh, of, of, of impressive uh, you know, feeling that, that they give with the, with the covet of a, of a king. Now, it would turn out that if you turn on the television and you see the king, or you see uh, some people make the bracha on the president, that's a debate in the post. If you see a president on the television, so that's certainly not something that you would that you would say a bracha on, because it's not so, regardless of who the president is, it's not so, uh, it's not so, it's not an impressive feeling. It's not something that a person person feels in awe at, at that moment. So that seems to be more about the experience. It could be that maybe if you're watching the coronation of a king or something on television, maybe that would be different. Someone told me that when an, uh, an older Jew told me when he was learning in the Tells of Yeshiva and whatever it was, the 40s or the 50s, they brought in the television when Queen Elizabeth was, uh, was, uh, was, was I don't know what they call it, when they, when they made her queen. So uh, they, made, they brought in the television so everyone can make the bracha. I said, was it B'Shem Malchus? He said, he doesn't remember. But he remembers that they brought in the television so everyone should be able to, to say the bracha. Uh, another example where you need to actually be there, probably, is Ede Kiddushin. This is where I would take issue with this fellow who wrote this article. Uh, he thinks that, based on the Ketzos, that Ede Kiddushin, the whole idea of Ede Kiddushin, is only to create a Pearson whatever, to create, to, to publicize the, uh, the Kiddushin, and therefore, whatever way it could be publicized, video, Skype, whatever, that would be good enough. I don't think that's, uh, that that's generally the accepted opinion. Generally speaking, we assume by Ede Kiddushin, I think like Rav Chaim, that the idea of Ede Kiddushin, of having the presence of Edus, is it creates a higher level of Das, that sometimes when I do something, I'm serious about it, but if I want to show that I'm really serious about it, a much higher level of Das, I do it in the presence of Edom. This is what we call Edus Lekiyum Adavar by Kiddushin. The Ramah writes that if the Chassan says, I gave every once in a while, on like one of these summer programs, a guy, some guy will get a great idea into his head that he'll go over to some girl and he'll give her a ring and he'll say, and now she's, she'll never be able to marry a Kohen again. So they, every once in a while, they, someone gets this idea. In there. So what if you have no Edom? But he admits, I gave it to her and I said it L'Shem Kiddushin. She admits, I got it from him. So the Ramah writes, there's no Kiddushin without Edom Kiddushin. Even if we know for sure that it happened. But by Edom Kiddushin, you need the presence of the, uh, the Edom. The Ramah writes that you actually need to see the ring being handed over. If you don't see the ring being handed over, even though you see a second later that she has it, if you don't see the transference of the ring, then it's not a, it's not a valid Kiddushin. The Beishmol, Kotzimordechai, disagrees, holds that you don't need to actually see the ring being handed over, but it seems certainly that you would need the presence of the Edom. Then you have the third category, seeing or the things that you have to see, things that you don't have to necessarily be there for, nor is it just a halacha in knowing that it happened, but things that require actually seeing. The, uh, this 
probably relates to the Machlokas HaPoskim about hearing something electronically. I Meaning the Poskim discussed with Moshe as a tshuva, where he talks about can you be Yotze Megillah through a microphone? Or can you be Yotze Havdalah over the telephone? Why would you want to be Yotze Megillah through a microphone? It's a very loud shul, kids are making noise and they, every hum on their bay. So with a microphone it would be a lot easier to make sure that you get every single word. So if Moshe holds, strictly speaking, Adin, it is called Shmiya. It is, it does, it does, even though it's not the human voice that you're hearing, it's a reproduction of the human voice that you're hearing, but still it counts as if you were Shomer the Megillah, but he says we don't change traditions of how the basic message runs, so you shouldn't put a microphone in a shul. Well, let's say someone for Abdullah, someone wants to be Yosef Abdullah, someone in a hospital, and they can't, uh, they can't make Abdullah, so Moshe says, so let them hear Abdullah over the phone, then it's best for them to hear Abdullah over the phone. Moshe is only willing to rely on this for Dinim de Rabbanan. Even though Abdullah is a mitzvah da'araisa, but all you need is Abdullah prepared to just say Baruch HaMavdu Ben Kodeshchol to be Yosef Abdullah, to be Yosef Abdullah ala kos, uh, with uh, being mostly thrown from someone else. So that, uh, that, that's only Midrabanan, so it might show you could rely on that. Shlomo Zalman, however, didn't think that uh, the reproduced voice counts as hearing the voice. He thought that that was not valid. You know, it seems Rav Moshe was not a Das Yachar of Yavzipas of Frank, Chaznish. Others held like Rav Moshe on this issue. But Rav Shlomo Zalman uh, strongly disagreed and held that it doesn't count as hearing the voice. So it would probably be the same thing when it comes to seeing. Is it called seeing something when you see it through a webcam? It would probably be the same thing. The same issue is whether it's called hearing when you hear something through a, through a microphone. So, for example, to be Yotze Mitzvos in that way, or answering Amen, that's a debatable issue. It should be answer Amen when you, Rav Kook has a tshuva about this, when you hear a bracha live. If it's a recording, so that I think that is no requirement, but if it's a live, if it's a live thing that, you're answer, that, that you hear a bracha, so is there a requirement even if you don't, uh, you don't hear it? Now, the Gemara says at the end of Sukkah that in Alexandria Shalmatrayim, people didn't hear the brachas and they just waved flags when it was time to answer Amen, and everyone knew that it was time to answer Amen. So it could be that you don't even need to hear anything to answer Amen. Uh, it could be that this, this would relate to Eidos. Uh, whether you, for, to give Eidos, you need to see what actually happened. Eidos of a crime, let's say, when you see a crime committed. So what if you... Uh, Witness a crime through uh, through Skype. So not talk about You witness something happened, and you want to you want to testify that this guy lent that guy money, or this guy damaged that guy. So can you do that through uh, through through a webcam? So the Gemara talks about in Maseches Rosh Hashanah. If you see the 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 uh, new moon. In a, in a reflection. You see it in the, in the water. I, can you be made about the Kiddush HaChodesh? And the Gemara says, no, that it's not good enough. That it's not called that you saw it if you only see it in the reflection. So there's two ways of understanding that Gemara. The Rabbeinu Hananel says, why would you have only seen it in the reflection? If, you, if you're looking for a new moon and you see it in the water, what would be the first thing that you would do? Look up, right? So <laughs> what, what happened? Why didn't the guy just look up? So Rabbeinu Hananel said he looked up and it wasn't there. So he's not really sure if his eyes were playing tricks on him. If he really saw it, he didn't really see it. So the problem with that Kamara wasn't that it, it wasn't that he, it's not called seeing. It's that he may not have really seen anything. That he, you don't you don't really know if he accurately saw anything. But other and that's how the Mefarish and the Rambam and Kiddush Hakodesh understands also. But others are not so convinced. They think that no, even if you know that it's one hundred percent accurate what you saw, still it's not called Riyah. So the Chara would be totally on these uh, on these two days. That if you hold 
that it's it's called Ri'iyah, it's just that, you, that in the case of Kiddush HaKodesh, you weren't sure about the accuracy of it. Well, Skype, you're pretty sure about the accuracy of it. So then, Lechara, that would be good enough. But if you hold that it's uh, that it's not called Ri'iyah at all, when you see it through a reflection, when you see a reproduced image, so then maybe uh, maybe through Skype, it would not be Ri'iyah at all either. So again, just to summarize, whenever there are halachas about knowing that something happened, it would seem that Skype would be a good enough way to know for sure that something happened. When it comes to halachas that relate to your presence or you experiencing something, it would seem that that would not be sufficient. And then the debatable issue is when it comes to halachas that require seeing something, birchos that require you actually witnessing something, whether seeing it live, seeing a live feed, is considered to have seen something. Okay.